Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast. Today's topic is a juicy one, and I'm so excited to be talking to you about this topic because so many people that I talk to, so many of my potential clients, clients, friends, business buddies, so many people are making this common and big mistake with their team. And that is avoiding straight talking conversations. And the problem with avoiding straight talking conversations, these are the ones where you just say it how it is, let people know how you feel, share what's sitting in your belly, tell people what you need and speak in a way that you are 100% sure that your message is received and understood. The problem if you're avoiding these straight-talking conversations is that when you do this, you take away the power from your team. You take away their power to do what you need them to do. You take away their power to be the amazing people that they can potentially be. And although you might think that you're protecting them, you're being kind, you're avoiding being mean, what you're actually doing is accidentally sabotaging their potential to succeed by taking away their power of knowledge, their power of transparency, their power of truly understanding what it is that you need from them and what it is you want them to do. Now, I see this coming up in the hiring side of things, in the hiring process, and I also see this coming up when it comes to managing, the managing and the communication side of leading your team. And the reason I see so many people doing it, the reason I know you're doing it is because you aren't connected and you aren't in touch with your leadership style. And You haven't given yourself permission to act in your most authentic way. I'm going to say that again. So the reason you're typically, the reason I see that people are typically not being transparent, they're not having the conversations, they're worrying about being mean, they're trying to be kind, and in that attempt at being kind and not being mean, they're not being transparent. So the reason I see this happening is because the person isn't connected and in touch with their leadership style and they haven't given themselves permission to act in their most authentic way as a leader. So this is what I see all the time. It's super, super common. It's a common mistake. It's an accidental leadership flaw, which happens all the time from the place of best intentions. So if you're sitting there listening and you're thinking, gosh, that's me. I I avoid those conversations where I feel like I might be mean. I, I fix people's mistakes myself without like telling them what they did wrong, or I'm not being as clear as what I know I need to be to, to truly explain to the person why what they're doing is missing the mark. So if you're sitting there feeling and thinking any of those things, 
then listen up because what you're doing is accidentally sabotaging your team and they're taking their power away. And I absolutely 100% know that that's not your intention. So how do you actually have these straight talking conversations and how do you give yourself permission to have them and how do you do it in a way that feels really great for you and them? Firstly, you need to spend a bit of time looking in the mirror and getting to know yourself, asking yourself and deciding, well, what sort of leader am I? As in, what sort of leader am I really? Not the one I think I should be or the one that you, you, know, you try to be on your very best days. What sort of leader truly are you? What do I need to forgive myself for? Or what am I holding over my head as far as the, I'm not allowed to do that because that would make me bad. or I'm not allowed to do that because that would make me mean. What do I need to receive from the people around me to truly be able to run this business, to step up and into that powerful CEO position that feels great and that allows me to actually grow the business, to serve, to to do the things that I want to do and I know that my community and my clients need from me. What do I need to receive from people? How do I need them to support me? What do I need them to do that will allow me to be me and truly flourish? And what sort of leader does that make me if they're the sort of things that I need from the people around me? Let me give you some examples. One of my clients hates Asana. She totally hates it. So what she needs is she needs her OBM, her online business manager, to simply tell her every Monday what she needs to focus on each week. Either she's happy to receive that information either verbally, like through a phone call or a audio message, maybe on Voxer, or to receive an email. Because Asana, which is the project management system that is great for her business, that is great for everybody else on their business, that helps her business stay organized, drives her personally nuts. So that's one example of my client sitting there getting really deep with herself and thinking, what sort of leader do I want to be? I want to be a leader that has a business where everything's organized, it's in a system, everybody knows what's expected of them and it's super duper organized, but I don't want to have to go in there and actually log into that system to know what to do. I actually need my hand held a little bit more. I love that system from a business sustainability and a business organizational perspective, but for me to thrive as a leader, I need my hand held a little bit more and I need somebody just to to make it a little bit simpler and put it in front of me in a way that feels easier for me to execute. Let me give you another example. Another client, well, actually a few of my clients actually love Asana. So they feel the polar opposite to that previous one. And knowing that everything's in a system makes them feel safe and knowing that they can go into that system at any stage and see all the things and see how organized it is and receive notifications for the things that they need to do makes them feel really organized and on top of their game and therefore able to go into their week feeling powerful, in control, clear on what they need to do. Another client needs team members who she can talk to about things. So she needs people around her who want to talk all the time, have lots of meetings, be available regularly, bounce ideas off, In fact, she needs people who can help actually pry the information out of her head 
because she struggles to write it down and to articulate it. So she needs like the clarification around what she's actually trying to do to come out through a conversation with people. And another client, last example for you, she needs people who can be super reactive to her and therefore be readily available for stuff that comes up multiple times throughout the day, every day of the week. Whereas I've got other clients who don't care too much about when somebody actually gets to doing the work. They don't care if it happens at 10 o'clock at night or nine o'clock in the morning, and they don't want to hear the details or the updates on their progress. They just want to see the results and know that it's done and know that you're going in at some time every 72 hours and you're doing the things. So you'll see that there's, you know, five examples of leaders who are really, really clear on how they need to receive support from the people around them so that they can thrive. And so you can't get clear on how you want somebody to be working with you until you have spent that time looking in the mirror, getting a little bit clear on yourself, getting clear on, well, what works for me? What sort of leader am I? How do I want to interact with people? What do I need from them? How do I want them to present it to me? What's going to make me feel really great here? And what is going to make me feel suffocated or restricted or annoying? And then giving yourself permission to be whatever version of that leader is going to make you thrive in your role in your business, growing, serving your community, being the visionary, coming up with the ideas, setting the goals, and then going and asking for that. So none of the variations of the different leadership styles that I've talked about here are wrong. And equally, none of them are right. They are just the way it is. They're just the personal, unique preferences of each of my clients that I've talked about. It's the unique leadership style that is personal to them and that they have realized makes them thrive and allows them to be the most powerful, graceful CEO that they can be to truly grow their business. So what I know to be true is that it's when the leader is trying to be someone else or act in a certain way or trying to fit a shape or a mold that maybe someone's told them that they need to be or maybe they've just attached a story to the way somebody else is and they've decided that to be successful, I need to be like that. It's when you as the leader are trying to fit someone else's mold, be like somebody else, that it starts to get messy. Guilt can kick in. Your people get confused. Messages get miscommunicated, mismatched. Mistakes happen. People go off on tangents. Assumptions are made. And usually those assumptions are incorrect. And it starts to not feel great between you and the other person. And I promise you, if it's not feeling good for you, it's also not feeling great for them. They're confused. They don't want to be delivering or not delivering to your expectations. They're trying to work out what you want. We all know that we can only pretend to be someone else for so long before you default back to being you. And I mean, just like a rubber band, you can stretch it too far and it snaps back or you can mold it into a different shape. But as soon as you aren't looking or you take your hands off it, it goes all floppy and back to its natural, rubbery, loose existence. So you're the rubber band. You need to know what your natural state is and you need to know exactly who you need around you so you don't feel stretched, stressed 
or bent out of shape and acting in a way that isn't sustainable for you in the marathon that is being in business. And the only way to do this is to get to know you. And I call this authentic leadership. And this is the first pillar in my six pillar framework that I work with clients and that I teach my clients and anybody in my programs about. It's the six pillars to building awesome teams. So authentic leadership is all about awareness of self and that's permission to be who you are and to embrace it in all its beauty and all its mess and all its imperfectness. This is the first step. So then the second step is then to be able to have beautifully straight talking conversations with your people, being really clear on what you need them to do. So what you need from them to perform their role in the way you need it done. So whether you're hiring the person from the outset and you need to have a really straight talking conversation about exactly what and how you want the person in this role to be doing the thing, or if you've already got somebody working with you, it's talking to them straight about adjustments you need them to make, re-clarifying how and what you want them to do and getting really clear and making sure they have understood and received the message that you're trying to, to, to communicate around exactly what it is you want them to do, how you want them to do it, and doing it in a way that is powerful rather than apologetic. And the thing is, it's hard to tell somebody how you feel, what you need from them, when you aren't really clear on how you feel and what you need yourself. And I see this as the big underlying challenge for many entrepreneurs moving through both the hiring stage and then the people management stage. They haven't spent the time to get the specificity that they need around the what you need people to do and how you want them to do it. So without that clarity from the outset, it's it's difficult to have a straight talking conversation. So you're already behind the eight ball and you're already starting to take the power away and accidentally sabotaging the team. So what we're looking for and what you need to do is get really clear and get really specific around what you want the person to do and how you want them to do it, and then to start talking in a really straight, open, transparent way so that that will start the the path to you actually receiving what it is you need. So things like, do you want emails followed up within 24 hours, within three hours? Maybe it's within a week. Do you want your Facebook community manager to be active in the group every day? Or do you just want them to responding to questions when they come up? Or do you want them generating conversations? And do you want all of that done once a day, once a week, multiple days a week? What does a good job look like for you, for either your current person or maybe for a new role you're hiring? Does it look like your Facebook manager posting and it doesn't really matter how much engagement or, you know, responses they get? Or are you looking for somebody or are you looking for them to post and get at least two comments and 20 likes? Or maybe you actually want a whole lot more than that. The thing is, you've got an opinion on all the things you want your people to do, either your existing people or somebody new that might join your business. But that opinion is sitting in your belly, deep in your belly, and it either causes resentment or it creates fear when it comes to hiring a new person. So what we need to do and what you need to do is bring that up and out of your belly and to the surface. And you need to hire for that person and get them doing the things you want them to do. Or if the person's working with you already, you need to start having conversations to shift 
the way the person's doing the role to the way you want them to be doing it, which is what success looks like for you, to shift their how, shift the specificness of the results that they're getting, of the way they're doing it, so it looks more like that beautiful, successful picture which is sitting in your belly that you need to bring up and out into the surface. So you'll see that it starts with getting clear on who you are as a leader, giving yourself permission to be that, getting really specific around what you need people to do, how you want them to do it, and then either going out and hiring for that or having re-clarifying and resetting expectations with people on your team so you can start getting what you now realize you truly need to thrive as the CEO and to operate as your most authentic self as a leader of your business. So lots of information there for you. And if this has gotten your juices flowing and you're sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, I've been totally taking away the power from my team. Or when I hire this next person, I want to make sure that I empower them to be the best people they can be so we can all thrive. And maybe you're sitting there thinking, I don't know if I know myself that well as a leader or I need to get this hiring thing right, then I've got some resources for you that you can jump over and have a bit of a look at and start to move this process forward for you and your business. So firstly, I have built a beautiful, simple leadership quiz, which only takes you a few minutes. You answer a few questions about your preferences, what feels good to you as far as the way you want people working with you. And you'll get the results straight away and you'll get access to some quick, beautiful insights into yourself as a leader and the sort of people that you should be hiring to work with you. And you can access that quiz over at paulamaidens.com forward slash quiz. And if you'd like to learn a powerful hiring process that supports you to get that absolute clarity from the outset before you launch into any sort of hiring decisions, and then teaches you how to go out and attract the person who is going to support you in the way that feels amazing to you and to them, the waitlist is open for my upcoming Hiring Mastery group program and you absolutely need to get your name on it. So if you're hiring this year and you know that you want to get this hire right, you don't want to be wasting time and money and you want to feel as beautifully supported as possible and make sure you, you know, hire the right person at the outset and are supported with a process that makes that final hiring decision feel delightfully easy and you get to move through it with confidence, then check it all out. Check out the details of Hiring Mastery over at paulamannins.com forward slash hiring hyphen mastery. So they're my two resources that you can go and check out today. Go and jump into that leadership quiz. It is amazing. The feedback from anyone that takes it just is awesome and I'm sure you're going to love it too. So jump over and grab the quiz and go and check out Hiring Mastery because if hiring and growing a team and feeling more fully supported is on your agenda for 2022, then these are two resources you don't want to miss out on. So ladies, that is all from me today. I would love to hear what you think as always. So leave me a review send me a direct message or tag and share me with your thoughts on Instagram. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will be back here with you again next week. Enjoy your weeks and happy growing your business.